Welcome to this edition of Energized, a podcast presented by Surrey Yadkin EMC. I'm your host, Wendy Wood, Manager of Communications and Community Relations for Surrey Yadkin Electric Membership Corporation. SYEMC is a member-owned electric cooperative situated in the Yadkin Valley area of Northwest North Carolina, serving members in Surrey, Yadkin, Stokes, Wilkes, and Forsyth counties. We look forward to our time during Energized so we can share more information about Suryak and Electric with you. Today we're going to be talking about one of our many community youth programs, Youth Tour. I want to welcome our guests, Sarah Stevens, one of our 2023 Youth Tour delegates, and Anna Jones, Human Resources Manager here at Suryakin. She attended the 2023 Youth Tour as an advisor. So just for a little background on Youth Tour for our listeners um, as we get started, Surrey Yakin sponsors two Youth Tour delegates each summer. So this year it was Sarah Stevens and Lainey Fitzgerald. Youth Tour is a nationwide electric co-op program um, where high schoolers from all across the United States flock to Washington, D.C. for a week each summer. They get to visit significant historical and cultural sites, meet with legislative delegates, network and befriend other delegates from across the country, and learn more about what electric cooperatives are and what we do for our communities. Our Suryakin delegates also receive a $500 scholarship, and then they have a chance when they get back to compete for other scholarships through the North Carolina Electric Cooperatives statewide organization. Delegates are chosen through a two-part application process. So we take applications from high school juniors in the fall, and those are read blindly and scored. And then those students with the top scores come in here to the office in Dobson in early to mid-January and make oral presentations from their essays. The top scores from those, those two winners are chosen as youth tour delegates. And then, the third and fourth scores are chosen to be delegates to the Cooperative Council of North Carolina's Cooperative Leadership Camp. So there's an opportunity for four high school juniors to participate in programs over the summer sponsored through Suryak and Electric. So Sarah, can you talk to me a little bit about your trip this summer, um, what it was like, what you had fun doing, what your experience was? Well, overall, I do not say this lightly, but the youth tour was one of the greatest experiences I ever had the opportunity to partake in. I learned so much. I got to envision myself in the future and doing activities that I see myself doing in life as a profession. I got to experience things like going to the Capitol and having to meet with some of our own government officials was super eye-opening as a young person coming up who I'll be able to vote next year. It really gave me an eye-opening experience. And overall, it was just super fun. Like a bunch of teenagers in DC all focused on one mindset, which is to better our future and to learn more. And we got to really share those experiences together. And I have lasting friendships and relationships with people all over the state and country, and it truly was one of the most eye-opening experiences I've ever partaken in. So give us a little background on you, where you go to school, um, where you're hoping to go after high school. So I am currently now a senior at Surrey Early College, so I will graduate with my two-year associate's degree in arts and then transfer to a four-year College. I want to major in journalism or communications, depending 
preferably broadcast. I'm still kind of trying to figure out <laughs> broadcast versus writing. I am student council president. I have started my own journalism club at Surrey Early College High School. And this, the youth tour in itself actually helped me affirm what I wanted to do in life and as a profession in the future. What was one of the favorite things that you did this summer at Youth Tour? Probably the Capitol, just the whole day at the Capitol. That was one of the things that just looking around at people just doing their jobs really affirmed the fact that I really wanted to go into journalism and I wanted to be possibly in Washington, D.C. or be in a city of a similar equivalent and be able to work with people who are focused on the same things that I am. Any favorite sites that you saw? All of these Smithsonian's were just marvelous to be able to see in person and see historical artifacts and see just have your own time to travel through those and see what you wanted to see. The National Gallery of Art was just breathtaking. To see what artists can do with their hands is, I consider one of my talents to be speaking and the art of writing and words and to see other people use the art of canvas and pencil and drawing just really uh, opened my eyes completely to how broad life is. So had you been to DC before this trip? I had been to DC twice before actually, once when I was about eight years old um, with my family and then once in the early spring of junior year with my school. However, I thought going into the youth trip, I was like, okay, it's DC. I've been there a couple times, <laughs> but I experienced DC unlike ever before. And I learned way more. I got to pay attention to things that I had missed before. I had been to some of the Smithsonian's before, but I didn't have the same appreciation as I had this year. And I keep referencing the Capitol tour, but <laughs> I got to view the Capitol in a much more in-depth way than the average Joe might be able to who's touring DC, as well as some of the free time that we were able to spend together on the river cruise and things of that nature. Just, it was very, I don't wanna say elegant, but it was a very elegant experience, I yeah. would say. So I hear they do something special with other youth tour delegates, like y'all all do something special. Yes. What's the unique thing that y'all do? We trade pins. Like so button pins, yes, like that you like pin on your shirt? Are, yes, like P-I-N-S. Um, <laughs> we all have distinct pins that you could put on like your lapel or your backpack, or a lot of us put them on our name tags, and they are all state specific. And so some are more rare than others, like Alaska and Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, California only sent about 11 delegates and only one delegate was from Alaska. Wow. So there were only a couple from certain states very, very far off. So, And then some states as well left before the all-state dinner where all of the youth tours um, got together to eat. And that was like your prime 
skin training opportunity. It became <laughs> a competition, though, like who could get the most and who could get the most rare. And I was more on the hunt of getting states specifically that I had been to, but there were some that just had really cool pins. North Carolina had some of the best ones, I will say. We were, our pins were very much sought after. Not as much as Alaska, but I mean, <laughs> kind of hard to compete with Alaska. So what did North Carolina's pins look like? We had a couple Krispy Kreme ones. Nice. We had a Krispy Kreme box, a Krispy Kreme hat. We had a golden peanut. And we had the an outline of the state and an outline of the state flag. We also had some stickers and um, we had scratch and sniff Mount Olive pickle stickers. That's pretty cool. That was very Dill unique. pickles? Yes. <laughs> and I got very lucky and I needed a pin refill and I got a fresh bag of pins and ended up getting next year's North Carolina pin. Ooh. And there was only like one or two of them in there and I gave one to our other youth tourist, Blaney Fitzgerald, mm -hmm. and then I kept one for myself. But <laughs> I will not reveal what that was in case we have any future. It'll be a tourists. surprise. Yes. <laughs> I don't think Anna liked the dill pickle my olives. She's she's no, it was terrible. <laughs> so tell me about your application process. Um, how did you find out about youth tour to start with? Well, ironically enough, my mother shared it with me about a month before the application was due. And as most teenage daughters are, I kind of blew her off. <laughs> and it wasn't until I heard my guidance counselor come into my English classroom at the time and basically push for specific juniors to apply to this, as in the past, historically, early college kids have landed a spot. I remember the year prior, Jay Mitchell, who's one of my peers, um, was a youth tour delegate. And my guidance counselor really, really pushed for me and a couple other specific juniors at the time to apply. And I remembered my mother sharing it with me. <laughs> and I went home and was like, hey, mama, I'm going to apply to this. And she was like, I told you about that like a month ago. So where did she... Did she see it in Carolina Country or I her bill? I believe she saw it on Facebook. Okay, yeah. And I remember reading it, and I was like, I don't know if that applies to me. I don't know if just my mother. And she thought that it was a great opportunity, and obviously the more I looked into it, I truly realized what an amazing opportunity that it was. And I started my application immediately, and I personally found, as someone who's passionate about my community and about writing, I found the essay prompts very, I don't want to say easy to respond to, but very thought-provoking, and that allowed me to be able to write quite a bit on the essay topic. Good. It helps that you know a little bit about cooperatives. I do, yes. Because so y'all are members of Surrey Yes, Surrey we Adkin. are members yep. of Surrey Adkin. And I, mo many of my family members are as well. And so growing up, I got to hear and just kind of be immersed in that whole scene. Mm -hmm. So Anna, as an advisor this summer, what was your role on the trip? So my responsibility and role as a mentor was to help guide and supervise the students um, while we were on the trip to Washington, D.C., primarily to ensure their safety, well-being, and to create an overall positive experience. Um, 
we were also to encourage the students to engage in those experiences, the trade, trading of the pens, um, to talk to their elected officials, to really engage and get the most out of the trip um, possible. So typically advisors are employees of other electric cooperatives around North Carolina. So we also shared our own experiences, how we um, come to the positions that where we are now and tried to really help the students see the benefits of the youth tour itself. Of course, we also maintain clear and regular communications with the students, parents, guardians. For some students, this was their first opportunity um, with other teenagers away from home. It was really fun to watch that because we went from being shy and very uncomfortable that first night, and I think Sarah can attest to that, Yes. to developing lifelong friendships. And you know, there was tears when the bus um, was back in Raleigh um, that Friday afternoon. So just kind of watching that progress and those relationships build was a very unique experience. Yeah. Advisors also provide updates on the trips, on the trip while we're there. So social media posts, pictures, we share that with our home cooperatives um, and try to really show the trip in action as it's happening. Um, so I know I shared several pictures of Sarah and Lainey, some where Lainey's taking a picture of Sarah uh, standing in front of a monument, um, some other different um, things like that, and then also of other students that were on the trip sharing those with their communicators at their home cooperative. And it is different. I mean, it's not like going on a trip with all of your classmates that you already know. You're really putting yourself out there for and exposing yourself to getting to know other people because you may know the other person going from your co-op but you may not um, and then you don't know anybody else when you get there exactly I was very lucky in the fact that I had actually previously had a class with Lainey Fitzgerald and we worked together on a group project I was friends with her on social media so it she was no surprise to me to be my other um, delegate that was coming with me however there were a lot of people that they were the only elected delegate yeah. from their cooperative and they truly are getting thrown in there without knowing anyone and or they didn't know their other delegate which is a very similar situation but I was very lucky in the fact that I did have Lainey to kind of lean on in the beginning I'm I'm a very outgoing person I would say so it wasn't too difficult for me however I saw myself as well as many, many other people just blossom and flourish after the first night. We did icebreakers and then by the next morning at breakfast, it was like everyone had already known each other their whole lives. Yeah, that's great. So Anna, what did you see as the benefits of the YouTube tour program for the students involved? I know you talked about some of the networking you were able to do with your colleagues, but what about for the students? I think it's crucial for high school students to be engaged in legislation and be informed about what's happening in Washington, D.C. Um, so I think this was a great opportunity for students to get real life things that are going on, um, ways for them to see it in action. Understanding the political process and staying informed about national politics, I think it empowers the young people to become active and informed citizens. Like Sarah just stated, you know, she's going to be voting next year and taking an active role and really applying it on this trip, I feel like it's just beneficial for all students across the state of North Carolina. It encourages critical thinking, it fosters a sense of civic responsibility, and it cultivates that next generation of leaders who can advocate for the change that they believe in and that needs to happen. 
Yeah, we have a program in our ECA sponsors called Voices for Cooperative Power, and it encourages cooperative members, cooperative employees, um, and supporters of cooperatives to go online and advocate for the cooperatives and what benefits the members most, and I think that is a good stepping stone uh, just to kind of educate the youth about what's going on and get them involved in that early on. Anna, had you been to D.C. before? I had been previously one time also through a work opportunity. Um, it was a very short-lived trip. I did not get to see a lot of different uh, monuments and the museums and such. So it was a wonderful trip for me as well, not only to be there as an advisor for the students and help guide them, but also to see things for myself. Um, the Emancipation Proclamation was on view that day, um, that we were at the National Mall due to the day that we were there. And to me, that was an experience like no other. Um, I don't know how I could de de describe that on a podcast, but being able to just lay your eyes on something that Abraham Lincoln signed is breathtaking. That not everybody gets to see because it isn't on display every day. No, yeah, it's not. Any other favorite spots that y'all went to? There was a section of the American History Museum that was modern entertainment throughout the years. And I say modern very lightly because it was very much throughout the years. <laughs> I got to see the original ruby slippers. Is that the one where Fonzie's jacket is? Yes. <laughs> um, it was such a delightful experience because they had everything from items from the original Broadway cast of Hamilton to different Marvel items, to Muhammad Ali's gloves, to all these different, hand, the Handmaid's Tale costumes um, written by Margaret, Out, uh, Margaret Atwood. Everything that you kind of consume daily, you could see how historically that played out in the American History Museum. There was also a very interesting exhibit in the American History Museum, which was the various dresses of presidential wives. Mm -hmm. That's one of my and favorites. And it was just breathtaking. Hundreds of years ago, dresses that were able to be recovered and be put on display. And it truly was just magnificent to stand there and just look and be like, wow. Because yeah, they have the inauguration ball gowns yes. and everything there. Yes. It's, it is pretty amazing. Yes. Anything else for you, Anna? I think watching the students view the monuments, um, they're gorgeous, but watching it through the students' eyes was something that, again, it's very hard for me to describe that on a podcast because, you know, high school students um, and, and, you know, young people these days, you know, we always see phones in hands, always see, you know, electronic devices everywhere but to watch students authentically just put down the device and really look at something and just being awe of it as a group of and and then to hear them talk about it when they're getting back on the bus about oh my goodness did you see this well the you know the the different things they saw the Lincoln mon the monument the Vietnam War um, wall the, the different things there um, that was one of my most favorite cherished moments of the trip was just watching it through the students eyes I bet it was amazing especially for the ones who had never been had a chance to go before it was it, it is all I mean I've been several times and I'm in all every time I go I could just sit and stare at some of them so 
we also helped one of the students locate um, the name of one of their family members. On the Vietnam Wall. And it was, um, I'm just about to tear up thinking about it because it was truly, you know, that was hard. There's a lot of names on that wall. And he came in and he had a mission like, I need to find this person's name. And we all kind of jumped in together, students, advisors, um, and, and helped him. And when he located it, it was just a very surreal moment. Wow. Do either of y'all have anything else that y'all want to add for our listeners? I would just say that as far as youth tour goes, it truly, I've, I've said this previously, but it tru- truly was one of the most marvelous experiences I've ever had. And I am so grateful to my mother first for sharing that opportunity with me and my previous guidance counselor, Heather Pierce, for encouraging me to apply, as well as Sir Yadkin Electric, because I wouldn't be here without you guys. And I'm so grateful for everyone who heard me present my essay up here after I was chosen as a finalist and who got to take time to lay their eyes upon my work and what I had was passionate about in writing and just to gift us that experience because it's not at all an easy feat and you could tell that this experience was not at all something that was rushed or was thrown together there was no sign of that everything was planned everything was done to a T everything was made to be memorable and made to make the youth tour delegates feel special feel important and empowered I just want to thank you both for joining me today to promote youth tour and your experiences applications are actually being accepted right now through December the 8th from high school juniors who live in our five county Suryakin service area you can find more information and the application link on our website at syemc.com on the youth programs page If you have any additional questions, you can reach out to me or Casey Martin at communications at syemc.com or by calling 336-356-8241 and asking for one of us. Thank you for listening in to this edition of Energized. We hope this information was helpful and we'd love for you to share it with others. You can find more information on Suryak and EMC 24 hours a day at syemc.com. I look forward to spending time with you again soon. This is Wendy Wood signing off, and until next episode, remember to stay energized.